1: Are you ready to talk money, Reb?
0: I'm ready to talk money, but but there's another topic we're attaching to today's topic. I don't know if I want to... I think I'm too afraid to talk <laughs> about... <laughs>
1: Uh, And on that note, we'll be ending the show right now uh, because Reb's afraid to talk into the microphone and you do not want to hear me talk all by myself. Okay.
0: Well, I said that on purpose because we're talking about fear today Mm. and how fear motivates our decisions. And so this topic doesn't just tackle your money issues, but it tackles a lot of our life because I can bet if we started analyzing how much fear... Fear motivates us. It would be a huge, at least for me, it's probably a bigger percentage than I'd like to admit.
1: Okay, so don't tune out. Uh, we are going <laughs> to narrow I know, on that uh, note. narrow it down <laughs> a little bit because we do. Have, we make decisions around money every day, and those decisions are made from our heart. They're, they're, you know, again, this is the show where we talk around the hard issues around money, and fear causes us to make sometimes just crazy money decisions. It, 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 fear a, does all kinds of things to us. And we've got our guest in Kent Bandy from LL Ministries. We're going to bring you in in a few minutes here, Kent. Um, but Kent is a fear expert. No, no. he's <laughs> now. <Wait> <laughs> what I mean by that is, is in the ministry that LL does, and LL, you're going you're gonna to fill us in a little bit, but you do inner healing and discipleship ministry and fear certainly um, comes out of that. As people Get healed up as as they learn to see and address fear in lots of different areas of their life. There's some things, and we're going to get into that in a minute. That that just how fear manifests itself. So welcome, Kent.
2: Thanks. Yeah. Real privilege to be with you yeah. both. Thank you for the Thank invite.
1: You. And as is our tradition, Reb's going to start with a little verse, and I'm not even sure the verses have anything to do with fear or money. they do? Okay, Okay. okay, not money. You know me. I never
0: talk about money in in Scripture. Anyway, uh, that's our little joke that I always pull out verses that have nothing to do with money. But anyway, but it has to do with heart. So there are, I went and actually looked up whether there were, 365 verses that say do not fear because there's this rumor out there that there are now there are a lot of verses in scripture like that address fear Mm -hmm. even fearing the lord which means honoring respect reverence and all of that so there's like lots like maybe not 500, maybe more, but the references that I looked up, there's about 103 verses that say, do not be afraid. Now, to me, that's still a lot. <clears throat> like, that's a lot of verses. <clears throat> so I'm going to read just one that comes from Christ. Um, These things I have spoken to you. This is from John 14. These things I've spoken to you while I've been present with you, but the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and re- bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. Peace I leave with you. He's talking to his disciples and he's he's speaking to them before he goes on his journey to the cross. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. I I just love those verses and the reason i picked these as opposed to the other hundred that are out there (laughs) was because jesus says in verse 26 of john 14 the helper the holy spirit whom the father will send in my name he will teach you all things and he's going to bring to remembrance everything i've said to you i leave you my peace my peace i don't i don't give like the world gives i give it abundantly. I pour it out. I don't hold back my peace. But So don't let your heart be troubled. Don't let it be afraid. And we don't need to be afraid because we have the Holy Spirit. And sometimes we get disconnected from the truth that we are the temple of the Holy Spirit, that we are the temple Mm -hmm. of God. And we don't have to decide because we're afraid. We may feel fear. We may have to grab it by its neck and strangle it and bring it under the submission of of jesus but we have his word that says the holy spirit's here and i don't i don't know i know when i don't do it well you know give me issues around my five kids I can respond almost immediately in fear because I am i don't want anything bad to happen to them, Absolutely. which is, it's that caregiving part, right? Mm-hmm. But it is fear. It is worry or anxiety. But I love these verses. It just reminds me, the Spirit of God dwells within me. I can take a step back and say, I've got the peace of Jesus. What is he saying to me mm-hmm. about this thing that I'm troubled about?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I think, you know, one of the things... If we recognize that, in a sense, fear is a lack of trust or connected to this idea of a lack of trust, right? So if I'm trying to order my world and control my world and put all of the the pieces in exactly the right order because you know there's a control thing there and if something goes awry then I get scared I get fearful because well my plans didn't quite work out the way that it is so there's this connection even in in hoping and trusting in the Lord and in these verses I don't think the disciples really knew what Jesus was talking about when he says I'm going to leave the Holy Spirit they hadn't Really, very little context for that, right? Mm -hmm. And and they're going, okay. uh, Jesus is saying, "Don't be afraid," and I'm going to get some sort of Holy Spirit experience. With you know, I mean,
0: how would they have defined it other than what they saw in Christ Himself? But even then, we we have a different context for understanding the Spirit.
1: And I think it's just you know, in a sense, it's incredible that the disciples were able to walk with Jesus. And if there's a recurring theme that happens, it's don't be afraid, right? Jesus walking on the water, they're all afraid. He walks up, don't be afraid, right? They're in the boat, and a miracle happens, right? You know, whatever it is, and it's like Jesus is constantly going, in a sense, don't worry about this. The Father has this, right? It's that relationship Mm. with the Father, and of course, relationship with the Spirit as well. And so Jesus is speaking from almost, in a sense, his own experience to say i'm gonna I'm bringing you peace because the Holy Spirit has brought me peace like he has experienced that and now he's gonna say and it's now available all to you right <laughs> so that's pretty powerful stuff Kent we're gonna bring you into the conversation in your experience we're talking about how in a sense how does fear present itself as you've gone through some of the 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 discipleship and inner healing you do so Actually, before you get there, just tell us a little bit what LL does. <laughs> just give us a little preface so that okay. the listeners know, and then go to that question.
2: Well, as you mentioned, David, uh, LL is a healing and discipleship ministry, and we lend a hand to people who are wanting to go deeper with God, and they've either they're not sure how to find their way through that, or they've reached some sort of obstacle in their life, and so it's often a pain or a hurt, or a relational difficulty, or something like that, that brings, it's the presenting problem that often brings people to us, can you help me, kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, when they come, often, you know, there's those trust issues that a few of us have, is it safe, are these guys scriptural-based, all that kind of stuff, and we have the awesome privilege of just literally walking people deeper with the Lord, and as we do that, we get into some deep roots of what Mm -hmm. happens in our lives, and inevitably, we run into fear, the maybe the conversation is happening in some parts of the body of Christ, but um dare we say this over the waves that fear's a big issue inside the church. Mm-hmm. Inside mm. like inside, inside me. us. Inside yes. us. <laughs> you know, like this not is not the building, somebody else. But not the people. <laughs> exactly. Right? Yeah. Exactly. And it's it's very tough to look at um, yeah. and face. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And and I think, you know, when we in some of the ways we see that, it more than enough in the coaching we do no, exactly do. the same thing. You know, yeah. we start talking about money, and you know, when you say, "Well, let's just let's just put your house in order," mm-hmm. and oh my goodness, we you know we see two things: it's change, right? Oh man, I got to change, but then it's the fear of change. Oh even, yeah, that's right? big, isn't and it? So that's one of the ways we mm-hmm. see it manifest quite a bit. Is just mm-hmm. wait a minute. You're asking me to do something different than I did yesterday. Yes, because we don't want to get the same result we got yesterday. We want something to change so we get a different result. And in finances, that's actually a measurable thing. We've Mm -hmm. got the numbers to do it. So, you know, in some of the work you do at LL, I'm sure it presents itself in a different
2: way. Well, how long does it take for us to run into fear is – um, usually a very quickly, rapidly answered question because it's so normal in all, all of our lives. And it's amazing because we live in a very affluent society. Mm-hmm. We've never been wealthier than we are today as a nation. Mm-hmm. And yet I don't know if we've had more fear than we have today as a nation. It's a crazy thing. The more money is apparently is not helping us be more <laughs> <No>. secure. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, sorry if that's busting somebody's yeah. you know bubble, but um, – I've seen that in my own life, and we see it in the people we work with. And, and yet the, the people that we get to work with, like are so many, are their hearts are great and hungry for God. They're going, why, why am I not getting through this? Mm-hmm. And so it's not just the fear that we need to face. It's the roots of why am I afraid? And so fear becomes not just a, the problem. It becomes the symptom of a deeper root for sure and
1: and you know again as we're talking about money here this is uh this is how it manifests in terms of money decisions you know well I'm not going to do that because I'm afraid and you know I go back to second timothy where you know paul says hey i have not given you a spirit of fear right. but of love of mm-hmm. power and of a sound mind and so we kind of bring those things into into again saying so when fear rears its ugly head you know, just even recognizing it in our, own, in our own selves and saying, I'm afraid. I'm afraid of the future. I'm afraid that there won't be enough money to buy groceries. I'm afraid, I'm afraid, I'm afraid, I'm afraid. And just that, in a sense, recognition and declaration mm-hmm. to say, now, I've acknowledged that I'm fearful. What do I do now? Right? And that's, yeah. in a sense, some of what we're talking about this morning. We want to come up to, you know, Helping you, I guess. Recognize, Reb's looking at me.
0: Helping you recognize, she's afraid what I'm going to say <laughs> next. I just, I because I know that listeners could be thinking, "Oh man, this is just a heavy one." And our desire is to raise awareness of fear because what does I was going to ask Kent? What does fear actually look like? Like what does it? Maybe people aren't don't even understand what that they're in fear so how can people what are the signals well
2: can i i want to can i just say let's just remember everyone listening and i'm reminding myself that our god is a good god Mm -hmm. if he brings fear my to my awareness this is not to give me a failing grade, no, but to set right. me free from something. Yes. So you can you can have a little bit of hope and a little bit of courage when you face something that seems ominous. Mm-hmm. Don't forget the enemy makes it look ominous, ominous, so you won't touch it. Mm-hmm. But our God's a good God, so mm-hmm. you yes, know He's on our side. Yes, uh, running into fear, there could probably be a long list, but some of the things that I was thinking of actually is is um, anxiety, worry, you know, like just. And I don't want to be too specific, but we, we are struggling with a lot of anxiety and worry as the body mm-hmm. of Christ. Um, there can be a lack of calm confidence, also known as a lack of peace. And, of course, our minds immediately go to the checklist of the fruit of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> how's my peace? Well, how's my peace around money? You probably asked that yeah. question. Um, Insecurity in general. And, and then I was uh, driving here, as I mentioned, I'm just hearing the word passivity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Passivity is a huge symptom of fear, but it's a really nice symptom of fear.
0: <laughs> and what does that mean <laughs> so exactly? Nice. How, how would you elaborate on that one? Because I think that's an important one.
2: Someone once said, and I'm sorry, I can't remember the the original person who spoke this, actually, that all that's needed for evil in the world to prosper is for good men and good women to do nothing. Mm-hmm. Passivity is when opportunity presents itself and we don't take it. We opt out. We don't say what we should say. We don't do what we should do. We don't maybe face what we should face. And, and maybe pro- procrastination comes on the heels of passivity. Sometimes it's just simple avoidance mm-hmm. for fear of conflict, fear of rejection, or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm.
1: And again, going back to those verses in Timothy, going, you know, God has given us a spirit, the Holy Spirit, which reference where you That's started, it, Rebecca, yes. and saying the, the Holy Spirit, it's love. You know, you you mentioned that, Kent. You know, our motivation here, uh, in fact, our our filling up of ourselves is with God, who is love. He is love, and so he is for us, he is with us, right? Um, and and then we go, okay, love, power, wait a minute, power and fear, uh, those are kind of opposites. I won't say that, yeah. that they're defined as opposites, mm-hmm. but pretty tough to be powerful in your decision making when you're afraid in your decision making, right? Uh, and so power, love, and, and of course a sound mind, which means, hey, we don't, check our minds out we recognize that there's more going on here and we go okay so how why am i afraid why why do i procrastinate why do i why am i passive around this this question and i know even in rebecca in our in our relationship there are some areas where she clearly can see when i'm checking out where she she just goes wait a minute i just asked you a question and you just did not even go anywhere near that. What's going on there? And,
2: and yeah. see, now you're bringing marriage into finance. You guys are messing. You're messing with everything today. I'm just talking to
1: Rebecca and I. Right?
2: I can hear you know, the I'm click sick. of people changing the channel. No, no, don't do it. Uh, you know, um, in in the Book of Genesis, we probably all know the story of Adam and Eve, and uh, when they disobeyed God they were suddenly aware of their own vulnerability and nakedness Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and their transparency towards God. And they made fig leaves and they covered themselves and they hid. Mm -hmm. And so the fear looks like the problem. But when God made Adam, it says that God breathed life into Adam. Mm -hmm. So life comes from God to Adam. When he disobeys God, it interferes with his relationship with God His source of life, Mm -hmm. his source of security. Mm -hmm. And so now fear comes in. Fear becomes the symptom of uh, not receiving my security from God, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. if that makes Mm -hmm. sense. Mm -hmm. And and so one of the things that's helped me in my own life is to understand if life comes from God, we – do we all know the verse, perfect love casts out fear? Mm-hmm. And so we think somehow if perfect love is in the building, I won't be fearful. Well, it doesn't work that way. We actually have to apply the perfect love to the place where I'm fearful. It's, I often liken it to you got to apply the dir- detergent to the dirty laundry, or if the right. two don't meet, there's no cleaning happening. And, and so when I can face the, the place where, you know what, I'm, I'm afraid here, that's not a failing grade. That's normal life. Mm-hmm. But the question is why don't I know the security and confidence in my father and heaven in this place in my life? Is there a reason? Is there a route, and what would he want to do to set me free here so I could actually make a different decision in yeah, other words, I not mean, make one out of it yeah
1: and and I mean it can be as practical as as i'm a you know I've got a ton of debt. I know that there is there is debt that's in a sense of in our finance it's an issue, and I just don't want to look at it. I just want to avoid. It. I just want it to put it over there and and not do anything about it. And so, you know, that fear is and the
0: and the reason behind the avoidance in the fear could be different for everybody. Mm-hmm. That everyone's everyone's the root for everyone. It's not going to. There's no standard root to fear. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, there's like fear of rejection, fear you won't have enough, fear that you as you know for. for for some guys fear that you're not providing for your family yes right that would be a big one or for me and in, in my journey fear that i'm not a good money manager i'm married to a dutch guy Uh-oh. you know like you have that well the dutch are you know great with money you just do
1: money perfectly what yeah
0: what, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah that's what but i was then, thinking <laughs> but then you know our journey with the lord and what we've learned in those seasons the one year where we didn't have an income or the years that we we you know we don't have we're not rolling on a whole Bunch of dough over here, like that's not that's not why we're doing what we're doing, and we still trust daily. We still, God is stripping my fear and putting. replacing the fear with trust in him. I don't, I don't think I'm fully there yet to be honest that I still, why am I fearful now? Why am I fearful? Like for any women out there going to the grocery store and you're just feeling anxiety and you may not even know why you're feeling anxious, but you know, very well you're going to put the groceries on the the credit card and you don't have the money in the bank to pay for it, but you have a need and a desire to feed your family. Well, how do you introduce trust in God in that situation Right, that if those are practical things that we deal with that in our daily life. And I think it
2: might be important to say at this point: when when you recognize that you're afraid, join the club. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, would, I would just you know just this thinking is, the same thing. This is normal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. this is life on earth. This is mm-hmm. this is life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What God is asking us is not to get to the place where we're never afraid, but actually where we choose to trust. Yes. and I think choosing to yes. trust is an option it, the other thing is it takes a little bit of the the pressure off if i don't expect myself to not be afraid all the time but simply become aware it's okay i want to make this decision here and choose to trust god mm-hmm. rather than react in my fear right. i'm i'm on I'm, I'm moving in the right direction mm-hmm. even if all the results don't turn out perfectly mm-hmm. Right. And, and I think, God help us. We've got to get rid of this word perfectly. But we'll save that for another conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, I repent. Yeah. 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 I'm just getting on the air. No, That's no right.
1: Dutch
0: people I, do it perfectly. Sorry. Okay. I'm just wow. talking about
1: me. I'm just talking about me. I'm just talking about me. No worries, right? So uh, <laughs> Sorry to all my beautiful Dutch friends and family. <laughs> <laughs> former friends and <laughs> yeah, <Dutch> <laughs> family. Yeah, former family. So, you know, and and, and and talking about how that fear manifests itself. and And I want to in a sense, encourage the listeners and you who are listening to, to say, listen, there, there are just some, some easy ways to identify where fear is manifesting itself. And again, as Kent, you brought up at the beginning, so that we can say, God is for us, right? Mm-hmm. The, there is always a choice. One of the things that I have um, uh, noticed about fear is is that, well, I can't this is the only choice like it's in a sense fear narrows our view down to just that one choice Mm -hmm. and that's the only choice i have and so uh, you know like going
0: to money mart whatever it
1: is right however it manifests itself is is well i have to use a credit card or i have to you know go you know in in talking about money and debt and saying there's just no other choices wait a minute there is another choice mm-hmm. the holy spirit is here the holy spirit is for you wants to bring peace and wants to in a sense recognize that some of that sound mind that we get as a as a as a delivery from the holy spirit it is undermined by fear absolutely right and so recognizing that wait a minute i may not if i'm in a place of fear that may not be the best time for to me to make a major financial decision. If I'm afraid to tell my friends, my you know mm-hmm. the people that are close to me that I'm going out and making this financial decision, that might be a sign to you that wait a minute. I should be accountable. If I'm afraid to tell Reb mm-hmm. that I'm making a financial decision, then that should be like red red lights going right. off to say what is going on here? And maybe I shouldn't make that decision quite yet until I figure it out, right? And so just some practically things that if, if you're going through your day and you're making a money decision, and you're like, whoa, wait a minute, I'm doing this out of fear, then as much as possible, take a step back and go, okay, say a prayer, Lord, Absolutely, uh, what's going on here? Why am I acting or reacting that way? And and you know my experience with the Lord has been, He actually talks pretty quick. That then, like when when I take a step back and go, "What's going on, Lord?" The Lord goes, "Who am I ever glad you here? It is right, <laughs> whatever right. the situation." So so you know that's just a practical way that we can identify fear, but not live in the fear. I love that you brought in the 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 Garden of Eden. You know. Here, Adam and Eve are covered in fig leaves, and they're like, "We were afraid because we were naked," and God solves the problem, right? In a sense, He says, "Okay, I get it." Now, unfortunately, here's what's going to happen now. Yeah, but He's for them, right? He doesn't just zap them and there is no more mankind, right? That's it. I'm done with you.
0: He makes, he makes them better clothes than figs, even.
2: Well, see, that's an important aspect, actually, because that's in Genesis 3.21. When he makes some clothes out of uh, animal skin, we understand that um, animal skin doesn't grow on trees. <laughs> so <laughs> there was an animal, his life was sacrificed, sacrificed, and his blood was shed to keep the covenant. So God doesn't bless them hiding, Mm-mm. but he does cover their nakedness. Mm-hmm. This is a picture of a loving father. Yeah. So when you're saying... I let fear just simply be aware of it and say, God, help. You're simply surrendering that fear to the Lord and calling on heaven's resources, mm-hmm. and he'll give them to you. Yeah. I was just looking up, actually. Uh, Isaiah 11 says that the Holy Spirit and the spirit of the fear of the Lord, they're the same spirit.
0: Hmm.
2: Wow. Right. So when we're wow. asking for the fear of the yeah. Lord, we're asking for Holy Spirit to manifest himself in our decisions. And one of the things when I'm scared is that I can choose to trust. I can even choose to wait, I know that's crazy, and I can wait and see what God will do Mm -hmm. once I've submitted this to him. Mm -hmm. So fear's not necessarily the failing grade, it just can be a little red light on the dashboard of life that helps me pay Mm -hmm. attention Mm -hmm. to say, hang on a sec, maybe I need to ask the Lord. Mm -hmm. That's
1: awesome, I mean, I love that, just that picture, I'm an automotive guy, so you know it's like the dashboard, the gauge on the dashboard that says, you know what, the fuel tank's empty, you got to do something about it, let's go to the gas station. right? right. It, it's yeah. an indicator, fear is that in that decision making. So I'm going to give some homework. Very cool exercise, so try this. If you take a, maybe a half an hour, turn off all the technology, get a sheet of paper in front of you, and on down the middle draw a line, and on one side, think about all of the decisions that you've made with the fear of the Lord with respect to the Lord, with 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 going, Trust. man, where God where I trusted the Lord, where I knew God was leading me and I Absolutely, made that yeah. decision. Write those down and go by you know as many as you can think of in, in your recent experience or maybe in your, your long experience. That's that's the good side, right? That's the, 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 the fear of the Lord side. And then on the other side this is a bit revelation in the sense of write down all the times that you made decisions based out of your own fear that I was afraid and I made a decision here and I was afraid and I made a decision here and, and just compare those two just do a little comparison of those two to see you know what at the end when you get to the bottom and you draw a line across the bottom and say I'm going to choose to fear the Lord mm-hmm. because that, that's the way it seems to work out that's true better, right, so here's a little exercise, a little homework. anything to say in wrap up rip uh,
0: The picture that I've had while we've been talking um is that fear it's like a, a boat on the water without an anchor, mm-hmm. and it's some I think some of the listeners are feeling like they're un they're unanchored they and jeez, the scripture said that. Jesus is our anchor, that we have the hope of that anchor. So Father, we just thank you that you, in this brief discussion, you're bringing up um, issues of our heart that that we can bring to you, and that you as a loving Father are going to help train us in, and that you are giving us the anchor of hope today, of Jesus Christ and we can know that in your love and your goodness, you have clothed us. You, you have taken uh, the very sacrifice of your son to bring us out of fear into a life of faith and love and joy. Step by step, not, mm-hmm. not necessarily all in one foul swoop, but one step at a time. So we thank you for that today, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Amen.
2: Mm-hmm. Amen.
1: And I just want to leave you with one thought. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. Thanks so much, Kent, for coming. Thank you. Join us next week when we talk money. If you need more, let's talk money iTunes. Let's Talk Money with Dave and Reb. You can search it. We're the only ones that have iTunes that way. Download it on uh, CHRI's website or morethanenough.ca. All the podcasts are there. If there's uh, information that we need you to know, it's in the show notes. And rate us. If you're on iTunes and you think of it, just give us a rating. We love it. Gets us up in the boosting and makes us popular. Join us next week when we talk money.